Hello and welcome to Tea and Chat, the British English podcast that you can listen to anytime and anywhere. On April 10th, something quite extraordinary happened and that is that we got our first picture of a black hole. Now, I am no scientist, but you guys decided to vote on this topic as the news story of the month. And I mean, I can see why it's a pretty big deal. So I'm going to go with it. But you have to keep in mind, I am the furthest thing from a scientist. I took biology. I wasn't good. And I definitely wasn't good at physics. So you might want to take everything I say with a pinch of salt. But anyway, I'm not going to be looking at this from a scientific point of view. I will just kind of maybe theorize and fantasize about what this could mean for the future of humankind. I made that sound much more dramatic than it needed to be though. So let's go back to the basics. Now, black holes, I think we all know that it's something where if you were to go in it, you wouldn't come back out. And I think that's the extent of my knowledge on black holes thus far and perhaps for the majority of people we just know that it's maybe not the best place to decide to take a holiday to but i just want to take a step back for a moment and kind of talk about space in general now again it's really not something that i know much about but at the moment we've had a lot of discussion in the past couple of years about the possibility of space travel, space tourism, and traveling to Mars, or even colonizing Mars. All things that sound very, very interesting, and that actually my students from my lessons have also said that they would love to take part in and go on a nice little trip to Mars, or even to live there themselves. Now, normally when my student says this, I'm like, cool, okay, you you go for that. that, that sounds great, I hope you enjoy yourself. But personally, that doesn't sound very thrilling to me. As someone who really cares about the environment, it seems to me like an escapism for the problems that we have created here. People are looking for a second planet or a second home because they've already done so much damage to this one. Although I don't know the full extent of this damage, I do have hope that it is not so bad that it's gotten to the point of no return and I still carry hope with me that there is something that we can do to help preserve our home and planet Earth. Now I feel like I am NASA and talking to planet Earth by talking about our planet in that way, but that's just my perspective, you know. It's probably not even related to this. It's all about kind of the success and progress of mankind. When the first man walked on the moon, I'm sure it didn't happen because NASA was worried about environmental problems. Really, it's just about how far we can go as mankind and what we can accomplish. And I think from that perspective, it's absolutely amazing. Talking about the moon, it's quite funny because there are a lot of people who like to speculate, I suppose, that the moon landing wasn't real in the same way that people like to say the earth is flat and they are called flat earthers and I'm mentioning that because I find it's quite funny that a lot of people when they saw this original image of the black hole they thought what 
what is that? You know, it's it's not HD 1080p high quality stuff. I mean, if I'm being honest, it's probably taken on an even more advanced spacey wacy camera, but you know, what we normally expect from our images these days is a nice crisp, high definition photo. So when people saw this picture of the black hole, then maybe they might think otherwise and think, wow, is that a picture of a donut on fire? I mean, that's kind of what I thought. It's just a big circle that looks like it's burning out. And if we compare that to the moon landing, well, when that was first televised, I mean, that that's amazing if you were someone who actually got to watch that at home, on your TV, maybe as a kid. And I bet if you were a kid, you maybe couldn't even comprehend what you were watching. But at the same time, people now can theorize and speculate and say that it wasn't real because the image quality wasn't HD what we would expect today. You know, it was a black and white fuzzy image. So people thought, well, they could quite easily have replicated that in a movie studio, for example. But hey, these are conspiracy theories. I know that we're talking about a huge scientific discovery here, but I did say that I wasn't going to be looking at it from a scientific perspective because I don't want to be giving you that wrong information. <laughs> I'm sure you can find that anywhere that you search on the internet. And I already saw a couple videos of people trying to explain that photo in more detail. So if you're looking for the science behind this photo, this episode is not going to be for you. So going back to that conversation that I've had quite a lot recently with my students about whether or not I would personally like to live on Mars or travel to outer space. Well, my answer was no, because I don't see why as an average person that should be appealing to me or why I would want to spend so much time actually even getting there. Because keep in mind, it doesn't take your average eight hour flight across the Atlantic it does take many, many months, or maybe in some cases, depending on where you're going, maybe even years. So first of all, there's that perspective. If you're deciding just to visit Mars for a little holiday trip, well, you're probably taking a couple years out of your life just to get there and back. So that's the first point, why it doesn't sound quite appealing to me. Second of all, perhaps the most obvious point is that Mars is just like one giant piece of rock. You know, the moon is also one giant piece of rock, but Mars has been said to be inhabitable. So now all of a sudden this looks much more appealing than the moon. But if you actually look at pictures of Mars, I don't think that this is the case, you know? It is literally a piece of rock. I know planet Earth is a piece of rock, but we are a piece of rock with land and water and oceans and seas. And this is really what helps to sustain life. We need water. Apparently Mars might have some sort of water there, but you aren't going to get any nice holidays to the beach, for example, or you won't be able to have the possibility to have a swimming pool in your backyard. Now, don't get me wrong. I've never had a swimming pool in my backyard, but I know that's an amenity that many people wouldn't like to give up anytime soon. So from that perspective, it's not exactly Disneyland, is it? If you want to go on holiday, you want to go to a nice sunny destination, you want to go to Disneyland, have the best time of your life, you know, where your dreams are supposed to come true. Maybe Mars is your dream and all your dreams will come true there, but 
from my perspective right now, it doesn't look quite appealing. They need to work on that brochure and promoting it a little bit better because right now, yeah, I think I'm good. I'll stick with Earth. But maybe you're a science fanatic and you love learning about outer space and this is your dream to go to Mars, then fine, I get it, go ahead. That's why when my students tell me, I'm like, uh, rather you than I, but... Now, on the other hand, if we look at it this way, can you imagine 100, 200, 300 years ago, if someone said, hey, do you wanna get on a plane and do you want to go to Australia or America or Brazil? And maybe people back then were like, uh, hell no, what is this giant metal bird thing that is flying through the sky? And why would I want to leave my country? I am perfectly fine and content right here. I have my family, I have my kids, I have my friends, I have my job, my work, my school. This is my neighborhood, you know? I have things going really well and if I want a holiday, I will just go to the beach or I will just cross that border and I will just be dandy. But why do I need to go on this huge metal bird to fly to another country? That's not interesting to me. So from that perspective, I can understand that maybe it's quite ignorant to just say, hey, why the heck would I want to go to Mars? What's interesting there? But maybe, you know, when people start selling it with that nice brochure and that nice tourism advert comes out and you you start seeing all them good points and apparently, you know, the food on Mars is great, then I might reconsider. But from this time, you know, I'm growing up in the 21st century, it still isn't appealing to me. But if it's your dream, go ahead. Now, why the heck am I talking about Mars so much? This is supposed to be about black holes. Okay, okay, I'll get back to it. I'm talking about Mars because while I wouldn't be interested in going to Mars, going inside a black hole or traveling through a black hole sounds quite fun to me. Like, the, just me? Like, is it just me? <laughs> I think that sounds quite fun. Um, I think in terms of it being quite unknown still of what might exactly happen, nobody knows what exactly is on the other side of a black hole. It's just that you won't be able to come back from that. Well, I have to ask you listeners, have you seen the movie Interstellar? Maybe some of you have started sighing right now, so I apologize because this is one of those sci-fi films that is very loosely based on science. But if you haven't seen this movie, spoiler alert, it's very good. And they travel through a black hole. Actually, I think it was more of a wormhole, but wormholes haven't really been proven to exist yet. They're just something that have been speculated. And the difference is that with a wormhole, you can actually get out the other side, but by doing so, you will come out in a completely different time period. So let's just put it this way. They went into a black hole and they travel to another time. Black holes are time machines. Okay, I'm kidding. Again, this is really not scientific, but from this perspective, you know, the way the movie made it, I was like, hmm, that's something that I might be interested in. I mean, taking a step back, time travel, it's not really like my dream superpower. If I could have a superpower, it would just be to fly because, you know, if past lives are a thing, then I was definitely a bird. So that would be my superpower, not exactly time travel, but I do really enjoy watching TV shows that are about time travel because it's quite fascinating. 
seeing people obviously going into the future, predicting what might happen, and going into the past and revisiting history and historical events and maybe getting to learn a thing or two about that. At the moment, I'm actually watching a time travel TV series and it's called Ministerio del Tiempo. It's a Spanish TV series that is really popular. So if I have any Spanish uh, listeners right now, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. And I'm only on like the first couple of episodes, but I really, really am enjoying it. Um, I'm actually practicing a tiny bit of Spanish at the moment, hence my reason for watching this TV show. And I find it really fascinating, even though it's based in Spain, they are showing, of course, a lot of Spanish history, but it's just so fascinating, even if it's just loosely based on some events. And obviously there's always loose ends to everything, But that's the kind of TV show that I like to watch. Something that is sci-fi or very loosely based on science. Time travel, you know, definitely not proven to exist. But I'm fine with that. Not everything needs to be proven in life. I'm sure we will get there eventually. Now, I personally quite enjoy getting an adrenaline rush from time to time. What I mean by that is I quite enjoy roller coasters, going to theme parks. I know some people absolutely hate roller coasters. Um, I have no problem with heights and I did a tandem skydive once when I was 18 and I absolutely loved it. At no point was I really nervous. If you see the video of me, I'm literally just smiling from cheek to cheek the whole time. So the idea of just kind of disappearing into the unknown sounds a lot more thrilling to me than going to live on a boring piece of rock called Mars. I'm sorry if I'm offending people who are huge fans of Mars. I'm just joking around really. I don't really have a strong opinion on any of this. But you remember, you are the ones who voted for me to talk about this as the new story of the month. The other options were the fire at the Notre Dame Cathedral and the delay of Brexit, you know. I'm kind of glad you guys didn't pick that one, but I'm sure eventually a conversation will come up where I have to discuss it. But for now, I'm going to pretend that it doesn't exist. So, (laughs) that's kind of my spiel on black holes. I don't have much else to say about it. Like I said, I'm no scientist, but I am really interested to know what you guys think of this black hole. And also, while we're at it, whether you would like to travel to Mars or not. I saw a video on YouTube where this dummy got shot into the atmosphere, just at the outer layer of our atmosphere, and it was like a 10-minute trip. Now, I'm down for that, because like I said, one of the issues with traveling to Mars is that's going to take out a lot of time of my life, and as humans, we don't have the longest lifespans. So, hey, if you want to offer me a 10-minute trip into space, I'd be fine with that. That sounds pretty fun. In fact, it almost sounds too short because like, come on, at least let me enjoy it, right? So head over to my Instagram at Tea and Chat Podcast and let me know what you think about this topic and this new story. Does it just look like a giant donut in the sky or does it actually look like a black hole to you? Or maybe it looks like something completely different. I don't know. Let me know. You tell me. So comment on my latest post on my Instagram over there and next week we have the hot topic of the month it's a really really exciting week and remember if you want to vote on what you want me to speak about you can head over to my patreon at patreon.com slash british english and i would love to see you over there and you can get a whole bunch of other benefits if you decide to be a member there 
Aside from that, that's it for the new story of the month and from me today. I hope you enjoyed this short little episode and I'll see you again next week.